Big Buck Registries Big Buck Podcast, episode number 86, The Animal House Reunion, the explicit version with Chip Spaulding, a.k.a. Chip City, and Mark Ballesteri, a.k.a. Lord Krongle. Big Buck Registry is a virtual museum of hunting stories. We preserve a piece of Americana by interviewing and recording hunters about their hunts and experiences from across the country. And who knows, maybe we'll learn a thing or two along the way that'll help us take our hunt to the next level. Hey, this is Jeremy Moore with DogBoneHunter.com. Get ready for another amazing show on the Big Buck Registry's Big Buck Podcast. This is Josh Carney, son of the South. You're listening to my number one podcast on the internet, the Big Buck Registry, Big Buck Podcast. Hello, bow hunters. This is Philip Havens, host of the Bowhunting Freedom Podcast at bowhuntingfreedom.com. Get ready for another great episode of Big Buck Registry's Big Buck Deer Hunting Podcast. Welcome to another crazy episode of the Big Buck Registry's Big Buck Podcast. This is your host, Jay Scott, and I'm here with Dusty Phillips from Ohio. What's happening, big dog? Oh man, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the time that the old buck is dropping his antlers on the ground. So I'm trying to do a little bit of shed hunting. Yeah. Where you, where you, where you finding the sheds these days? You know, fence rows. Yeah. Bet, bedding areas. Okay. And, you know, if you catch them going back and forth to, to a food source, you're going, you're going to find some antlers on their travel corridor. That's very cool, man. Yeah. It's, uh, something else that we can do, you know, after the season ends and, uh, Get out there and do a little exercising and enjoy yourself. We're getting a lot of good feedback from our show we do with Jeremy Moore from Dogbone. A lot of people are listening to that show and, and learning all about it. So if you ever wanted to check it out, it's bigbuckregistry.com forward slash dogbone. And you can learn how to use a dog to find sheds. Or you can just use Dusty, either one. Yeah, it's something that I enjoy. You know, when you enjoy and love something, you really you get after it. I plan on doing a lot of it myself as soon as the three feet of snow melts down to like a foot and a half. <laughs> three feet. I, I, no thanks. Swear to God. Yeah, no thanks. I'm I, I'm out. I don't like three feet of snow. You can have it. Keep it up that way. I took my snowblower, which has a, the bucket on the front is probably a two and a half feet high. And I was, I was a good six inches under the snow as I was plowing through. And I, I had to I snow blow out to my, my fire pit because in the winter I like to have a fire at, at night. You know, when the temperature is around 20 degrees, it's a nice, nice atmosphere, nice to be outside. You can have a nice fire pit. But in order to get there, for our guests to get there, I snow blow from my driveway all the way to the backyard n- near the, the garden. So it's, uh, it's, it's just amazing how you can make literally mazes in your backyard now because you can't in some spots you can't even see where all I, i've been piling up the snow or where the snows come off the roof you can't see above the snow banks no kidding yeah i'm, I'm getting ready to build a snow fort from all the snow pushed off of the driveway and right it, it'll be above my kids heads and we're talking about 10 years old here you, they won't be able to see out well, i might just come over and hang out at your house for the next week that's what i'm thinking you know you got to make the most of what you're of the challenges you're giving in life and, and and this is you know instead of sitting inside hating the snow go outside and make fun with it that's what i think but boy it sure makes shed hunting challenging 
Um, you know, speaking of some somebody that's made the most of it, we're revisiting with our good friend Chip City Spalding, and this is the Animal House Reunion Podcast. <laughs> Animal House. You know, what? You got to check Animal House out. You know, they got a Facebook page now, and, uh, you know, I think they're rekindling some things, Jay, actually. That would be cool. Dusty, tell me about your first experience with Animal House. You know, when I first learned about Chip City Spalding, I was on Facebook, social media, and, and there was this video that popped up, and somebody that I knew liked this video, so I just randomly checked it out. And I flipped on the video. You know, I, I really didn't know what to expect. But, uh, you know, Chip City was about eight foot high bouncing off this bed in his hotel room. And I, I started laughing. I said, what is this? Who's this guy? Kind of like watching a car crash. I can't stop yeah, looking at it. Like, what is this guy doing? You had to replay it. Like, it, yeah. it just caught my attention enough. Like, is he really in a hotel room in a shower gown, like a, a, a night gown? jumping on the bed this as hard as he could jump and it was for real yeah. like it was the real deal now you have to admit they've tuned it or, or toned it down a bit and they i would say chip isn't quite as zany or crazy as he, he was five six years ago but he definitely has the spark in him and i think some of those talents he's been able to channel into super positive ways and some of that stuff that he used to do and probably didn't really even get away with then he doesn't do as much these days but he still loves to push the envelope yeah absolutely you know it's uh it's one of the things where the professional side of his career is taken off and, yeah. and they, they had to tone it down but i think that uh animal house is going to get rekindled where they can tone it up a little bit definitely and, and I, I think they're onto something here you know we got to sit down with them at the ata show uh with uh, mark balisteri lord Crongle, as he's known as and chip city spalding aka Carlton Crosby Spalding, as his real name is, and got to hear the whole story behind Animal House. And this was one of the first times they've really gotten together, I think, in a long time. Uh, they're missing Mr. Sirius. But, uh, you know, this is like a cult following this Animal House thing. And we get to kind of see where Chip was, all the f wacky, zany stories that go into the, his manager and bottle rockets uh, up to where they are today, where they're they're taking life a, a little more seriously, but still having uh, loads of fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're they're having a blast and they're they're living life. You know, and yeah. th that's something that if you're not living life, you know, you're having a boring day every day. I agree, and I have to warn you though. I this is our first explicitly rated show that I've done, and I've gone through the editing, and I've decided to leave in the swear words. So just uh, brace yourself. Any kids around probably don't want to listen to this one in its entirety. But, yeah, right on. It's, but it's uh, really you know, interesting. It definitely is something that. Uh, when we met the two together, there, there's an energy there like no other. Yes. It, it's definitely a very readable energy that there's success all around these guys because of their, their, their outlook on what they do and their energy and, and their fun level. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just a blast and, and a great time. Really good guys. And, and, and we enjoyed having them on the show for yeah, sure. Fun, uh, creative. Um, always changing the, the scenery 
there's nothing boring about these guys. And I left some of the, the swear words in only because it added to the story as they played a character. So um, and don't worry, this, it's not all the way through. It's just parts. But you're going to love this uh, if you're a fan of Animal House or just a fan of really creative people doing some very creative stuff in the outdoor industry. Yeah, enjoy it. It's going to be a good time and a great podcast. The energy level, that, that's what's amazing about Chip City, you know, and, and Mar Ballesteri. That, that, that right there, they separate themselves from everybody else because of their energy. Completely agree. Well, let's fire it up. Let's do it. Deer foot there. Too much good conversation going on. Deer foot there. You got a deer foot and a turkey foot. Oh, snap, the buck face. You got big arms, dude. Yeah, He's what are you curling? Like 75 pounders? Probably like uh Sets 20, you got the DECA? About two, I got two, two and a halves on each side. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Two, two that's, and a halves? That's five pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. Two, gotcha. <laughs> two and two halves is five. <laughs> Plus the bar. Yeah. Uh, the Usually bar. that's five. Yeah. If I get jacked up, I can put another two and a half or on there. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably curl. I don't know. Two fifty, couple good reps. Really? Whoa. Easy. Damn. Yeah. What's up, Animal House? What's up, brother? What's going on? Chilling, chilling. Got Chip City Spalding, Lord Krongle, and the house. Yes. This is the official reunion. Wow. Back, I suppose. Yeah. You're, you're missing a couple characters, though, right? Yeah. We're, we're missing Mr. Serious. Mr. Serious. Where's he at? Uh, probably making teeth somewhere. What day is it? New York. What it's is Friday. Today's Friday, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. working. He's working. You guys all make teeth or made teeth used to. or something. Yeah, used to. Can, you still, you, can you still rip them? I mean, we, need, we might need some. Dusty lost a tooth last week. Well, I busted one. It's mm-hmm. getting fixed, but you know. Whoa. Yeah. Never know when you get animal housed and need a whole set. We got it. We got yeah. you covered. <laughs> Chad's still <laughs> doing them. All nice. three of us. All three of us used to work in the same dental lab. It's craziness. Yeah, yeah. We is that worked. what it was? So yeah. all, that's, that's how it all started. That's yeah. where it started. Yeah. We all lived in the same apartment. Worked yeah. together. Yeah, little fraternity of teeth makers. Yeah, the um, the small town that uh, we grew up in. The only actual like good job in that area. I mean, the place is pretty run down. There's nothing around. So the only good job there is is Bonadent. Yeah. It's a giant uh, dental. Dental lab, dental lab, okay. and you don't need like a uh, a degree. They'll train you there. So like that's that's like your dream if you live in that town is to one day get a job at Bonadent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and people really, I mean, people yeah. apply and apply and apply. I mean, that's like the dream job to have if you live in that town. Like if you're out somewhere at the bar or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, where do you work?" And you're like Bonadent. They're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, okay. start kissing the ground. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of walk, kiss nose up a little kiss, bit. It's, it's like a kiss, kiss the ring, the bitch. Ground? Yeah, it's like Where? a kiss the ring, bitch type thing. Uh, and it's funny because kiss the ring, you say it that yeah. way. It's like yeah. oh, bonded, bonded, and like you say it with yeah. an expectation of somebody to yeah. treat you that way. And usually, like if you do work at Bonadent, they have Bonadent clothes, like they have Bonadent jackets and hats and whatever. Yeah. So if you do work at Bonadent and like you go out, you'll rock like some Bonadent gear just to be like, yeah, yeah that's on purpose. Right. Like, it's like a biker gang, you know. It's like you wearing right. your uh, what do they call it? The, Fly, the vest. Flying your oh colors. yeah, the vest. And, no, but, but what's it called? It's called uh, uh, a cut. Yeah, it's like wearing the cut. So also we got a cut expert in the house too. Oh yeah, we got we got my buddy Josh over here. He's actually in the Hell's Angels. Nice. <laughs> really? 
No, no, he'll know. He says. I don't believe that because you were you were, you almost didn't give him a beer last night. Like he was going to be the driver, right? So, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, where'd you guys go last night? You just whoop, just went to bed. No, no. we end up at the um, piano bar, Howl at the Moon. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh yeah, it was rocking. College night. It was really rocking. We couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. I don't even think you told me that you guys were going there. I would have went with you. I'm sure we knew we were going there. Yeah. You were just like, Mir, it's getting late. We're heading out. Well, we thought you Whoa. was dedicated to the Hyatt, so we just, uh, you know. Oh, heck no. We had a good time. It was really rocking. I mean, it really was. It was a great band, you know, up there slamming on the piano. It was It was yeah. cool. It was. It was cool. I couldn't believe it. Bartenders dancing on the bar. And, <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. That was Squirt, me. That was me, Jay. Or, no, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing shots out of syringes we, we, we and call, stuff. We call it off about 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah. We, got, we was back in the room by 1. So yeah. it's literally called a shot. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I called it off around 1 o'clock, too. I can't. I can't. I can't go oh, we had an early full yeah. savage anymore. I yeah, used you to, had a wave of tiredness there. Yeah, I used to. Uh, well, I was in a bad conversation. That's what you said. It's the you were conversation was tiring you out. No, that, that'll do it every time. I seriously stepped into a group of guys and just out of politeness decided to give them, you know, the 10 minutes of, hey, how's it going? Sure. And uh, the conversation just went into, uh, like... Uh, feeding calves, certain like they were talking about feeding cows and stuff. And I, I started to <laughs> fall asleep. You. I heard that. I started to fall asleep. I started to fall That's asleep, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom, guys. I'm sorry, you know. So, right. and then I walked away from that conversation just totally drained. Like I went into it like, yeah, let's party, and then I left it like, oh, I just want to go to bed now. It's craziness. Yeah. So what? So what do you think of the? The ATA 2015. Let's hear your thoughts on it. Uh, it's cool. Um, it's looking good this year. I haven't gotten to shoot all the new bows. That's what I really like the most is all the gear. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't really get into the whole... Uh, I don't go to all the meetings. I don't go to do the whole business thing and whatever. I just make TV shows and smile. So the ATA to me is just shooting all the new bows. Do a little playground for you. Yeah, it's like a little playground. I like to go shoot the new bows and any, uh, just talk to any people. Any cool bow gadgets out there that are new this year that you like? Oh, well, we shot a crossbow that shot pellets, like a shotgun. What? Shot. Shot? What? Yeah, really? Shot. And the How crossbow, the, yeah, it's weird. You put this, uh, it's it's kind of like a sabot, holds probably 30 or 40 pellets. Really? You put it in, it's a barrel. It's your arrow, it shoots arrows as well, bolts, and it's all covered. So it's like a barrel attached to this crossbow you load the sabot in with the pellets it falls down pull the you know load it and it shoots it's like 300 feet per second wow okay. shoot rats you know huh probably kill a squirrel that's yeah. bizarre yeah yeah it was that's bizarre huh. and, it, and then you can go and reuse the sabot that that holds right yeah, you pick it up and you reload it really huh. interesting yeah. you go find all your pellets yeah. <laughs> what, what, was, what, what was this called i i don't know were yeah. they shooting it there? <laughs> yeah, Josh shot it in the demo booth. What's and then everybody's around. They're like, all right, he's about to shoot, guys. And everybody plugged their ears. Yeah, and shrapnel. Really? Yep. That it's kind of loud. That's fantastic. Wow. We haven't seen it's that It's a yet. novelty, yeah. really. That is bizarre. But, yeah, that's, that's the ATAT. I mean, the ATA, man, freaking going around shooting mm-hmm. bows. Checking out some new things, learning some yep. new stuff. and Yeah, and rock. then just afterwards, hanging out with everybody. It's yeah. cool. That's it's a big networking system. I mean, it's just huge for networking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got you guys are my friend now. 
from last night. Right. Yes. Yeah, Facebook yeah. and Instagram. Instagram. Bam. Oh, yeah. Bam. Actually, uh, this ATA here, it, it, it changes every year. If, every, if people don't know that, that are listening, uh, the location of it changes every year. What, right. what year? Where was it last year? In Nashville? Nashville, yes. The year before that, yeah. it was in like uh, Kentucky or Georgia or like somewhere south, southernish. Uh, yeah, we're going next call. year. What's the word next year? Any idea? Uh, I have no idea. But this one in Indiana um, was the first one I ever went to. Not this one, but it was four years ago. The last time it was in the, in Indiana was the first one I ever went to. Krungle and I and Mr. Sirius as Animal House trying to get sponsorships. So that, were, that wasn't that long ago then. Dude, that was crazy. No that kidding. was absolutely crazy. We had no idea. How did you approach sponsors? Uh, we didn't. Saying you were we had fits. House. We didn't. We had fits. We had well, a sales. What happened was is we were making stupid <laughs> internet videos, and then <laughs> Fitz, Brian now. Fitzpatrick calls us up. This is guy. He's actually friends with Chris, and he had made an attempt in the past to have his own show and came pretty pretty close. Something happened with. Uh, the major sponsor dropped him or whatever. It didn't. It didn't end up going. It was called Field Talk with Fitz, and it was like uh, it was kind of like the Jackie Bushman thing, but yeah. he was in front of a live audience. Yeah, you like know what I mean, Letterman. Yeah, it was like Letterman. Ah. And uh, if you knew Fitz, you would be laughing right now because he's just a f- pretty funny guy. But <laughs> uh, yeah, he called us up. No, he got a hold of us on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, we. Like, we're, how serious are you guys? What do you guys know about TV? And we're like nothing. We're just working on a. We're gonna make a DVD. It it's was a video really contest. Cool. We told yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> we're doing video contests. Just hunting winning with video contests. Making uh, hunting with the what? Hunting with the judge, a TV show. Nice. Remember? Oh my we did God! This contest. We were on That's hunting with the, the judge. Uh, Is that show even exist anymore? What know. about what about the one where you guys? Wasn't the, the judge a chick? Yeah, yeah. What? Hunting with the judge. Beth. Sent us a gigantic box. What? We thought we Stuff were. They got for free. We from thought ATA. we were the. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about when you guys are all sitting in a barber shop talking about uh, the hunters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah, a great yeah. show. As the as the uh, the old guys. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. well written. Now I, I wish I had seen that episode, but Dusty still hasn't sent me the DVD that he promised to send me. A I still ago. haven't sent you the DVD That's that true. I promised as well. I don't feel so bad. I'm on the not on the ball. I got your back on that one. <laughs> the worst ADD. Freak! I mean it when I say it. Like, yeah, man, I'll send it to you. I don't walk away from the conversation like, yeah, I'm not going to send. Oh, it. I, I never doubted but your intent. That's what happens. No, I never doubt that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where was I? yeah, oh. it's the craziest thing that that actually me and Chip City actually keep in touch, like outside the shows. You know? Oh yeah. It's one of the things where I, I usually see a, a text from Chip City once, twice, maybe three times a month, and yeah, we just keep in touch. It's, it, we rock it like that. It's pretty cool for sure. It, so, uh, it's great social networking here at the ATA, and you know you learn and meet a lot of new people. It's yeah. pretty awesome, really. It's what it's That's a great about. experience. Oh yeah, I meet so many people. I go home with a pocket full of, of cards. phone numbers and cards. Yep. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I would say the best person that we ever met though was Fitz. Mm-hmm. That was Fitz. If if Fitz didn't exist in our lives, we wouldn't be here right now. Really? Because he was the one that said, "Yeah, you guys need a TV show." No yeah, push and, and he took our little thing off the internet, showed it to the Sportsman's Channel, and they were like, "Heck yeah!" And then he's like, "What do you guys know about the ATA?" Never heard about it. Never been. Never heard about it. Didn't know what it was. He goes, "That's where you're gonna go get your sponsorships. Let's go." So we all packed up and we met Fitz and we came to the ATA. Uh, we stayed at where uh, at the hotel that I'm staying at yeah, now, the hotel uh, wow. Hotel Six. Hotel Six. And uh, we tore that place apart. Guys, getting like, <laughs> yeah. But we came here. We came That's here. That's great. We came here with uh, some uh, 
like guerrilla marketing. We came here with like a thousand, like thousands of stickers, thousands of flyers everywhere. You couldn't walk 10 feet in the ATA without seeing a flyer on the floor for Animal House. You couldn't walk every single trash can had an Animal Mm -hmm. House sticker on it. And then also um, everybody that we met, we'd be like, hey, what's up? And pat them on the back. I'm talking from Michael Waddell to T-Bone to the Heartland Mm -hmm. Bowhunter guys to everybody. Tiffany's ass. Yeah, (laughs) Tiffany's butt. Just bam, put them, slap the sticker on them or whatever. And then it became like a big game where they kind of laughed about it and they would take the sticker off and get their buddy. So it was just like... And they were coming up to us saying... Seriously, like 70% of the people walking around at the ATA and afterwards like at the Hyatt were wearing, had animal stickers on their, animal house stickers on their back. But... (laughs) How many want DVD, to know the DVDs did you actually make? Uh, back then, we never, we didn't even no, have a DVD. One. We didn't have just anything. made one DVD, just yeah. a file. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about right now? Yeah, yeah. We just have one. It's the one. season one. Yeah. So but you, you want to know what the most gangster thing we did? Yeah. For the guerrilla marketing. You, what you got? Every single TV in the whole entire place. Oh, in the hallways, yeah. We put we took their DVD out and put ours on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a promo. <laughs> yep. You, you broke yep. into the feed, man, yep. and yep. Just made them watch the show. Oh, yeah. That's put, sweet. Yep. And there'd that be people, gangster. and it was funny because like back then it was a real big deal and we would sit and we, <laughs> would, watch, we would watch other people. We would watch people awesome. watch our show and to see the reaction that they would get. Some dudes would be like, he's got your book. It is. They wouldn't realize you were standing right there. <laughs> and then they'll couple little kids with their mom just staring there just yep. looking watching yep. and that was the year too um man uh, i just remember walking around and everybody looking at us like we had three heads mm-hmm. oh yeah because we were dressed differently yeah yeah and we're, we had some rivals we, lo- we were looking we like the motley crew rivals. you know what remember i mean walking secret? into a country bar rivals <laughs> really so. uh they were anything wild <laughs> but it, those guys it, that's they, what's what cool. is it? really re- anything wild anything those wild. those guys from that show oh yeah yeah, so like these guys cuts. secretly hated us, but we had no clue who they were. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember. The Hyatt. <laughs> and yeah, we almost got in a fight with him. He broke the bottle or whatever. And uh, and and that's and I was so gone at that point. I thought they were just being friendly and cool. Oh, yeah. Like I get really? to a point. I get like I am not a violent person. I don't drink much, but when I do drink, I'm just the happiest person in the world. Literally, if you were swearing at me and telling me that you wanted to fight and you're you're shadow boxing in front of me, I'm smiling, thinking that we're having a conversation. Like <laughs> until I get punched in the face, and then I'm like, "Whoa, that guy's not nice. What happened?" What a jerk. So yeah, this dude was like wanted to throw down and like threw a bottle down on the ground and smashed it and then like everybody swarmed in and just scooped me out of there and I'm like what the hell's going on I was, and they're like that guy was gonna kick your ass I'm like no he wasn't we were talking they're like no he just broke a bottle and he was going to stab you with it uh, <laughs> yeah this is one of the guys from their competing I don't know I don't uh, they had don't a crazy know. show yeah and Another show. they would do stuff like spray each other in the face with buck bomb and oh, gee you know yeah. yeah crazy stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, and I think that because they were like younger and crazy, they thought that I don't know. I might fit right in, you guys. I put deer mineral on my cereal in hopes that I sweat a little bit of mineral smell and get the deer come a little closer. There you go. <laughs> yep. Or you Delicious. can eat it, and not be afraid to drop deuce out of your stand. You're right there, but it gets all bound up. You get on that mineral. I never tried it. I never tried it. Whose beef jerky is this? It's is it safe? It's venison. It is safe. It's safe. How it's dare venison you jerky? I'm gonna dig into safe. it. Where'd you get it? I made it. You had some at the AT at the uh, Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You had some at Harrisburg. Venison. I hope it wasn't the same beef. batch. Yeah, it is. It's the best. <laughs> Actually, it's the same it batch it. from a year ago. Higher quality. We found it in our luggage all the way around. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I wrapped my dirty underwear around it. Nice. Keep it safe. <laughs> 
Excellent. <laughs> it's pretty good though, man. Yeah. For real. But yeah, it's uh, you know, it's pretty cool to uh, to hear the story of how you guys started and where you're at today. The yeah. first time when we ever met Fitz, we had never met him. We were meeting up with him to go to the ATA, and we met him in like Michigan somewhere, didn't we? At no, a hotel uh, room, uh, Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. We met him because he wanted to. We never met us. the guy, and this guy is supposedly now our manager. We pull up, and he's getting his stuff out of his truck, and we start shooting fireworks at him. <laughs> Bottle rockets at him. We've never even shook the dude's hand before or met him, and we're shooting bottle rockets out yeah. the window at him. Sweet. But he loves it. You know what I mean? He loves right. it. He just yeah, knows he's who we were. Like, yeah, you guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he was too. Yeah. He had a, we brought a giant him back. Animal we, House sticker on how his old truck. is Fitz? How old is Fitz? That's awesome. How old is Fitz? Forty. Yeah, we brought him back 40s. because he was forty yeah. something, and then when he would hang out with us, he was twenty one years old wow. all over again. So That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How, how old were you guys great. at this time? Keep doing it. That's awesome. How old were twenty five? Yeah. yeah, I was probably twenty five, twenty six. Thirty two right now. Yeah. Probably yeah. late twenties. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So you, you start out. You, you know what? I don't want to eat this while I'm like. I know. It's, it's, it's whole, like yeah. It's perfect. You really when I hear do a pod, podcast. When I hear podcasts of people like sipping their coffee and chewing right. stuff, I'm like, That's oh, okay. you're so gross. Get cut. <laughs> like, can't you eat something before it? So I'm gonna put it down. It's uh, you know, it's one of the things where okay, trapping this experience that you guys have the the road that you've traveled down to get to where you're at now, you know. Mm. Obviously, you're both in the producing television TV shows. Yep. Yeah, and, and we've covered where you've come from. Where where are you at now? Let's talk about a little about we're a little bit about your more professional side from where you've come from. And not saying that it wasn't professional at the time, but it was a lot of fun. Mm. A lot of cutting up, a lot of ripping, you know, you're mm-hmm. talking about tearing up hotel rooms. That's it really, it started with music. Yeah. I was Chip's DJ. Yeah. We would we would enter battles yep. and win them all and then almost get jumped. Yeah. <laughs> battle of the bands, everything. Two, we two white, two white kids going to the city. And oh, it's hardcore, man. Battle, battle of the bands. Boston. Every, we're the only two white kids there, and we win. So you got to watch your back when you're leaving with that trophy. Syracuse, New York, <laughs> the number two <laughs> highest crime oh, yeah. rate in, in, oh, yeah. the, in the U.S. Remember that? We got death threats. They said they were going to kill us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were all wearing white shirts. Yeah. And they, yeah. yeah. They were very upset That's that we won. scary. They were really upset. <laughs> yeah, we had to get out. Yeah. Yeah. So you brand is this before or after Animal House? That was before. Before. Okay, so that's like the original kickstart mm-hmm. of all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be- we started with music. Yeah. Gotcha. So you making you, our beats. You, uh-huh. He was making beats. He was doing some bow the band stuff. He was winning. Yeah. Then led into the denture making business. I'm sure. Yeah, because eventually we started making videos for the hip hop we, we were doing yeah. for the gigs and stuff. Yeah. And we're like, whoa, this video stuff's pretty cool. Let's integrate it with hunting. Yeah. And then we entered a yep. video contest. Yeah, we started doing video because of the music, but we always hunted together. We'd always been yeah. hunting and hunting, and then they we're like, well, we need something more interesting to film besides rap videos. Right, yeah. That, so that, let's that, start that, filming our hunts. Well, that's okay, though. That's how that's how you started. That's where it initially yeah. you know, you kicked the football off to play the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. Now you, you've made a couple laps up and down the field. You've got yourself on the right tracks. And, and yeah. where, where are you at now? Let's talk about exactly where you're at now. Uh, right, with you, Chip said. Uh, right now, um, I'm living in Illinois and producing two shows right now on the Outdoor Channel, Fear No Evil and Arrow Affliction for uh, Chris Brackett, Mr. Sergeant Slaughter. So uh, <laughs> that's good. It's fun. I've come a long ways, and I moved from New York to do that, and that's what I'm doing right now. I've been looking at some other side projects and stuff like that. I'm 
looking at maybe some internet shows and whatnot that I want to do. You know, and we, we uh, ran into somebody that talked about some side projects that you're involved with. That's really interesting that you're where you're at now, and that comes through you. Yeah. Uh, you Lord Krongle. Lord Krongle. Mark Ballesteri. Helping Chip City out with what he's got going and, and just branching out and growing that production video tree. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a one large family, and you're just adding branches through the tree, and it's it's a great thing. For yeah. sure. Where are you at professionally now, Lord Krongo? So I'm in uh, Seneca Falls, where we grew up. And after the hunting thing, I met a couple people, uh, like in Watkins Glen, about 35 miles from where I live. And they got me in, they introduced me to a, a site that does freelance work for big companies like McDonald's, Budweiser, Hellman's, Heinz, everything. And it's more or less video contests. And eventually, once you start doing more and more videos and you start winning videos you get private assignments where they pay you to do the videos and they pay them they pay them out when they, when they buy them hmm. so they pay for your materials and it's called seed money so i got big into that and that helped my 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 controlled shoots and i got into uh got into that and then i started putting reels together and blasting it on the internet showing people my work and it got me a job working with timbernet and uh, i moved out to reno Last April, and I was gone for about eight months. I just recently came back, and I did the show Off Grid Hunter. Mm-hmm. And um, awesome and show. So yeah, we're I'm I'm back, and I've got some other shows now. I'm helping out with a couple other shows. Doing uh, one of them, I'm going to be I'm just QCing and sending it out. And then I've got a couple right on the line where we've got some stuff in the works so with with Tim. A couple other projects that we're going to be doing and. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff boiling. It's just uh, you got to find the right, the right thing to grab and what's going to make more sense. Right. And it, it was weird because before I was desperate and looking for work, and now it's flooded in, and it's to the point where I'm actually going to be having to sub my work out and get a helper. Yep. So fast. So just, did you want to come back to the hunting industry once you kind of got out there for a little bit? Or when I when I got out, I I didn't uh, I wasn't really looking at the hunting industry particularly because i was just doing a lot of controlled commercial stuff but then i don't know what happened but i just had a spark and one day i was just sick of making teeth and i got a hold of tim and i said hey what do you got what do you got cooking man i haven't talked to you in a while how you doing he's like actually you looking for work you know what's what salary you looking for would you be interested in packing up your family and coming to reno it it consists of being a show that's going to be written um produced edited shot everything and i said yeah, let me give you a call back in a day or two. I'll sit on it. I gave him a call back like five hours later <laughs> and said, yeah, let's do this. And, yeah, within about four weeks, I was packed up and out to Reno. And gone. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And a lot of good things happened from yep. it. I got a lot of networking, met a lot of people, mm-hmm. and picked up jobs from that. Yep. So it, it went well. I finished Off Grid Hunter. It was supposed to be done in about 10 or 11 months, and I finished it in about six months. Had everything done. My lease was up at the house that I was renting. It was going to be up soon. And I was like, let's split before the winter. I didn't want to move through it. Right. And just came home. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. So, you know, I got an office set up in my room and uh, I got everything set up and I'm just doing that out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yep. Still doing corporate cool. stuff. Well, have you guys seen back. Solo Hunter? Yeah, absolutely. I have. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. 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 Actually, we just had Tim on his uh, podcast <laughs> yep. release tomorrow. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 So he'll be on the air tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Solo. Yeah, 
it's uh man it's crazy the yeah, things where that where you've come from to where you are now you know it's yeah been one heck of a ride and that's awesome yeah 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 it's weird how things work and how they work out because there's ups and downs and the only thing you got to keep because i talked to a lot of people that try it once and they're done and then they're like you know but your thing is you gotta you gotta look at the, the things that happen the bad things things that are slow things that aren't happening that you want to go is all part of the ride yeah. mm-hmm. you know so what, what's something that you can say to keep somebody driving on to doing what they're doing if, through them slow times if you have a backup plan saying if this doesn't work i'm gonna do this then your your heart's not 100 percent into it yeah and you gotta you know if you have to tell somebody if you have to give somebody advice for them to take to get through it then they're not going to get through it right if someone's going to get through it they've already got it in their heart and in their mind and they're mm-hmm. hardcore about it and they're going to get through it anyway yeah. right yeah I mean, it's always good to encourage and give yeah. those types of statements oh, for talk sure. to people. But if I have to go and say, what am I going to do with my life? You got to tell me, tell, what am I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't necessarily do that with Tim because it's kind of sounded like, but what I did with Tim was, is I'm sick and making teeth and I'm doing videos also on the side. I want to be able to get to the next level, check out my work. Right. That's what I did. Yeah, you yeah. Sent out so a he was like. Yeah, I can that's, hire you. That's different so, than begging. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't really begging. But, no. yeah. I'm, I'm in way too deep at this point. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be able to have a normal job again. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I wouldn't be able to cut no. it. Uh-uh. Think you could ever do another Animal House show? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I've talked to several people about it, and it'd be cool. I just don't want to, um, I don't want to produce it. You know what I mean? Well, I would want to produce it and be the mind behind it, but I don't want to. Uh, the way television shows on, you guys know, on outdoor networks is just ridiculous to me. Like, these guys have to pay the network to be on TV, That's and then it. they have to go and kiss everybody else's yeah. butt to make their money back. And, like, you you get these sponsors and products. And I understand about the sponsor things. We have some great sponsors. Chris has some great sponsors that they're actually, like, friends and family. They're great people but it's just the whole concept is so ridiculous yeah. so if we Where ever does that do concept come from about paying the network to have it's because TV there's show bad because there's bad shows bad there's shows. not there's not enough there's not enough good talent and not, not enough good content to prosper and to make money off of for these networks to pay people like mm. for in, in normal in the normal world the network buys the show they right pay you know so you, these people get paid yeah but it's because those shows are good yeah. and people want to watch them well with the outdoor industry there's there's not enough like if you were like okay we're gonna have a network and we want only good shows and we're gonna pay you know you'd have like five people in the world that would have entertaining good shows that are worth paying gotcha. that people want to watch what do you do with the rest of the time well let's get all these guys that want to be professional hunters that will pay us to be on tv you know what i mean that's gotcha. the whole gist of it so. yeah and tim said the same thing tim Burnett, and yeah you've said the same thing and yeah. i've had people ask me like well, uh, what do you know about starting a television show? So, look, yeah. I don't know a lot about it, but I've talked to a lot of guys that do. Yeah. And the one thing that I know for sure is you have to pay the network. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not, I'm not like, interested. What? How so can we're that be? we're Viacom. Viacom's like one of the they 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 do all the shows for MTV. Yeah. Ninety. There's only three networks or three companies in the U.S. that run every single show you see on TV, other than that Outdoor Network. You got Paramount, Sony, Viacom. Right. Pretty sure, maybe, yeah. but. 
we're essentially Viacom. Viacom's the one that's got the money. They're the ones that say, we're going to pay to have these shows aired. So they're, you know what I mean? So yeah. you, you're doing everything themselves right. also. Right. If, we, if the outdoor industry was like MTV, uh, Animal House would be like underneath someone else. It yeah. wouldn't be our show. Yeah. We'd be hired talent yeah, yeah, yeah. and do our thing. Yeah. See, I'm, like, but, I, I'm just not interested in uh, paying the, a network, editing it myself. You know, producing it with Krungle and then going and trying to get sponsors ourselves. Like, if a lot we, of work. If we do something, it's going to be, you know, I just don't want to. I don't want to go through all that. It's not worth it. Right. It just sounds ridiculous to me. We did it once, mm-hmm. but it's just fake. It's, it's yeah, it it's, is. It's it's fake if you're paying to be on TV and then you have to go convince people to to give you money to keep you going. I don't know. Right. I just think it seems like if if. If it's going to happen, it should be sought after by other people, and it should be done that right. way. I don't know. Uh, that's you buy your that's the format for pretty much all outdoor stations, all of it. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and and unless you're an outdoor original, or and something. because and because uh, because television, outdoor television's done that way. I've been kind of thinking about some ideas to kind of get around that, and uh, so I've been thinking about some ideas to kind of get around that and do some uh, almost web-based stuff, mm-hmm. and then have it exclusively on so-and-so's website that would pay us you know what i mean yeah to keep pumping videos that would pay us it's exclusively it they air exclusively on their website and it would they would pay us whether it be outdoor channel sportsman's channel whatever um they pay us and then uh then you can get then you can go get sponsors if you want if they you know for their logos to be on the right. whatever and then that's all just money that you're making you're not paying anybody to be on anything you know yeah i would do it that way it seems like there's an alternative here and it's not i mean i don't know tv from a hole in the wall but just the simple economics yeah i see a lot of great shows um like if you go on like mtv.com they've got a lot of tv shows that don't air on tv that are just on their website and Uh, they're like little they're like almost the the beginning stages of a show and if they're really good, then it might actually become a show on MTV someday. But they've got all kinds of stuff on their website. There's a lot of sponsorship there too. And a lot of cool things going on. Start, and I'm like, starting to see people's I'm like, names man, the show hunting up industry and... doesn't do that. The outdoor channel doesn't have anything like that. They don't have these sub shows that are exclusively on their website. How cool would that be? Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, if any of them from the outdoor channel hears this, it'll be be happening probably in the next couple of weeks. Right. They'll be getting on their out their butts and do it. But what about the uh, the, the other minor uh, video streaming stuff like Roku and Apple and stuff like that? And there are channels built into those that are for the outdoor industry, right? What do you think about those? We've been approached a million times for them. We have. Well, I have. Yeah, the you left Roku, you out, Chip. I for, I <laughs> well, I've asked you about them. It's just a matter of getting it down to the format that they need and re-rendering stuff out and giving it to them. But yeah, it's just right. one of those things. They say, "We'll get, we're going to air it for free. You won't make anything." Right. It's just yeah. So it's like well, the hunt, the hunt that's channel. Not my first priority. Yeah. The hunt. Yeah. The hunt channel. The owner of the hunt channel was just out last night. We were talking with him, and uh, he wants Animal House on. So I'm just going to give him our old episodes. He's going to air them. About, he's a funny dude, Will. Yeah. You need to guys have Will Simmons on here, dude. That's uh, what he talks Simmons, like. Huh? That's what he talks like. And he thinks he's the richest man in the world. Sup, dude? <laughs> Y'all mother Christ, dude. That's how he talks. Yep. I hunted with him in Canada, and he can't say wolf. He says wolf. <laughs> <laughs> how you like the wolf hunting? That's crazy, dude. I seen a wolf, man. Y'all wouldn't believe it. And he was telling me this story one time. He's like, uh, he was somewhere moose hunting, and he was like, 
I found a wolf out there, dude, flat as a doormat. The 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 moose done stomped him to death, dude, like a goddamn. He, the, the the moose did the fucking cha cha on that wolf, dude. But you had to be there. I spit my breakfast out. I was laughing so hard. He's 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 doesn't realize he's funny. He's not comical funny, but just he's one of those guys that. Yeah, it's hilarious yeah. without knowing it. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, but you're laughing at him. You're not laughing with him. Like, it's that funny. It's funny. It's yeah. One day he awesome. pulled us aside when we first met him, and uh, he was like, "I got a great, a great show, dude. Yeah. We give this guy a slingshot. You get a machine gun. And this gets him. This guy gets a fucking bazooka, dude. Yeah, <laughs> a bazooka, dude. <laughs> and for the for the for like weeks, it was just like when there's a total silence with yeah. us. Someone would just be like, uh, "Y'all need a y'all y'all need a fucking bazooka, dude." Yeah, just and it was just some joke. weird inside joke. We would just randomly say it at but all, it, the whole time. Yeah, people once in Will's, a while would come Will's, up to us. Will Simmons became famous in our minds without even knowing it. Yeah, yep. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. That he makes great conversation for you guys to cut up with. That that'd be a show oh, right yeah. there in itself. If you had a fake bazooka, oh my god, a slingshot. Will Simmons here, it'd be the greatest show in the world. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> What are some of the, the funniest uh, animal house off-screen situations you ever bumped into? Oh Lord! Well, if oh, you guys get the, if you guys get the DVD, you get to actually see me uh, uh, on some. I decided to release it uh, behind the scenes footage of uh, our manager. <laughs> he was in the bathroom, going to the bathroom in our hotel, and I threw a <laughs> brick of fireworks in there and closed the door. It was so funny because <laughs> threw it right on his lap. Oh, we had God. White Castle. So he was tore up. He was, he was yeah. He was up. on the shitter, right? So he opens the door and he's looking at me. He's, he's looking at, he's wafting it. He's, he's like, wafting how it. How do you guys like that? Yeah, he he's smell it, cool, guys. Yeah. Smell it, and he's wafting it out. We're like, okay. not knowing that I'm behind the other side, <laughs> lighting a brick of fireworks. Threw it in there, shut the door. It was so loud, and it went Machine off. Gun. It went off for way longer than I thought. I thought it was just going to be like a pop, 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 pop. No, it was like. You know what I mean? And we're just like, <gasps> I open the door. Fitz is gone. Gone. He's gone. And Where'd the bath- he go? The bathroom's only like five foot by five foot. He's gone. I'm like, I blow him up. <laughs> he was hiding in the tub. He jumped into the tub. <laughs> Killed Fitz. <laughs> yep. The bathroom was trash, trashed. Absolutely oh, wow. trash. Absolutely and the trash. room smelt for the next four days like oh, sulfur. Yeah, yeah the, the smoke alarm went off. <laughs> yep. He was vaporized. Yeah, we had to unplug awesome. the smoke alarm. Oh, and we left God. the door open. Yeah, that was really bad. Wow. Yep. And I'm only eight doors down this time. <laughs> oh, you're it was at the weird. same place. I'm at the same place. It was weird because, you know, the Motel 6, there's probably 15, 20 of them. So I typed it in on my phone. Yeah. And I just did a random point and said, this one looks cool. All right, directions, go. And we pulled in. I'm like, get out. I mean, we're in the same spot. That's sick. Yep. We go to the same gas station. Every oh. Morning. It was craziness. Damn. Yeah. Just coming into this industry not knowing... um. This, this, you know, everybody in this industry is really, really, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Uh, old school. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, just, just. We were out, not of, outside the box. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we knew nothing so about that. Cutter. We didn't know that you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's the best position. We didn't to be know in, that you you can't blow your right. manager up in the, in the hotel room the first day you meet him. Like <laughs> nothing you know, gave you that idea. Like, like yeah. no, we probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, we yeah, didn't. We nothing. didn't. We didn't know that you're not supposed to show, uh, you know, your sponsor that you're trying to get. You didn't. You, you we didn't know that you're not supposed to show him the tattoo on your butt. You know, in a in a meeting, oh. in a business meeting. <laughs> right. In the 
middle of ATA. <laughs> right in the middle of ATA. During a signing. But yeah. like, so we came into this. Pretty much what happened is when Fitz called us and was like, what do you know about TV? I'm like, not much. So I watched the hunting channel. I watched the outdoor channel and I watched a bunch of shows and I just looked at them all and I'm like, we got this. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? We got this. So, you know, and Krungo was like, yeah, man, we could do way better than this. <laughs> so, I mean, we just, you know, figured we could at least do better than 80% of the shows out there. Right. But we knew nothing about how politically correct and how you had to behave and how you couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't swing turkeys around by the neck and you couldn't show this and you can't swing that. So we just came in and everybody was like, whoa. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. what are you doing? Stan Wars is pretty offensive. Yeah, it's I very guess. offensive. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got a show where uh, our friend poops by our tree stand, and we catch him on trail camera. So we go and we cut down all of his tree stands with a chainsaw. You know, people were very angry about yeah. that. <laughs> we got death threats. Yeah, we for got, cutting down that tree. Yeah, we got death threats. Reckless. So, but um, but I'll be honest with you, it was a blessing because now I'm here where I am now, where um. I'm like, I'm, I almost feel like I'm that kind of guy in the industry that can get away with that stuff. Right. And when people freak out about it, they're like, yeah, but it's just Chip. It's just mm. Chip. You know what I mean? That's what he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of a blessing. And uh, it also, in a blessing, it, it, it turned, you've got so many shows that are just starting off and trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Every single one of them looks just like the next one. They all look the same. So if you're a new show trying to do your thing, I know you think that your content is better and the best and it's so good. But yes, you can vibe to it because it's yours and you love it. Mm. But is it really that different? So the with Animal House, it pissed a lot of people off, but it was also a blessing because it turned a lot of heads. Right. So now Krungle can walk around in the ATA and people point at him and go, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. What the hell are you doing? And then Krungle's like, well, actually, I'm producing, you know, off grid. And they're like, oh, no shit. Well, I'm doing a show. Do you want to produce it? And Krungle's like, hell yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> it's a blessing. Yeah, it's cool. It's all like a big snowball that you guys yep. build up and, uh, you yep. know, it just keeps escalating. Yeah. That's the sweet part, you know. We look yep. forward to everything that you post. So mm-hmm. it's almost like. You showed off your talent. Now, if we could just take this talent and just contain it, yes, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, definitely contained now. A lot more contained now. <laughs> it's these cool days. because we don't. We're we're so uh, generous with our ideas in what we do. With in, in nobody's ever come forward and took the style. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. it's got it's it's branded and it's mm-hmm. it's burnt in for life. And what what we do, it can never be copied for some reason. It must be the skull. You I know, know what I mean? I don't think anybody it's, wants to copy it. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> that might be it too. I've seen, I've seen some little bits here and there oh, yeah. of people trying, yeah. little snippets of some techniques or some types of, oh, yeah. you know, but nothing. I watch, I watch, yeah, you know, I watch hunting t- television. I see it. Mm. You see dudes doing certain things and you're like, Mm. <laughs> you know, but you're flattered, you know. That was my work. Instead of getting angry, Got it. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more flattering. It is flattering. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're leaving your mark on the industry. It'll be yeah. around for a long time. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. You guys going to SHOT Show? No? Uh, not, Probably not. Not right yeah. Do you know how many cool cool podcasts you guys could bang out at the SHOT Show? Yeah. yeah. And you would be, like, done for the year. You wouldn't even have to, like, do any more. You could go to the SHOT Show and do, like... 20 podcasts just work your butts off and just do podcasts mm. with everybody and try and get everybody and then you could just, just edit them out and sit on your butts for the rest of the do year do a couple bonus ones with them. avn 
ABM. If you guys don't right. realize, I'm pretty sure you guys realize if you're listening to this, they're all pre-recorded, right? Right. Yep. And do you guys edit them, or do they just kind of usually flow and you just drop them the way they are? They get edited. Okay. Yep. They're edited. I I don't I don't take out too much. Right. Take out dead air and burps and stuff like that. You do. Yep. Right. On. Like that. Although <laughs> I'm going to leave that one in. <laughs> that one's awesome. We're gonna see if we can get the first fart on your show. Oh, <laughs> dude, wow. dude, you got one if boiling. I, if I get one boiling, do you, right. what do you think about it? We'll get the first f- fart ever, <laughs> and then don't tell. <laughs> hey, and then sit, uh, um, sit, uh, Mike from, uh, uh, no, sit Sean <laughs> from Heartland Bowhunter on this mic, <laughs> and don't wow. say nothing. Wow, I love him though. I love the Heartland Bowhunter. Yeah, they're good guys. It's my favorite show, pretty much. Remember, remember how we had that talk about containing your talent? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh, no way, dude. <laughs> Just think about that. Blow a nasty one right in here, and then Sean gets on the mic. Well, and... they've already been wrapped in my underwear. Oh, so you got us all. <laughs> you know, they probably have, because you put them in your luggage exactly. to get here. Yeah. Protect them. That's funny. <laughs> so you guys aren't going to the shot. The shot is amazing. It's in Las Vegas. The most beautiful place in the world. Maybe not this year. It's only beautiful for like two days, though. And then you're over it. Yeah. 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 We'll get there someday. I'm not sure it's going to be this year, but we'll be there sometime. You can do it. <sighs> that okay. was the first year we went. To, didn't we go? No, we went to shot the next year. We didn't go to shot oh, yeah, our first year. year. It was the next year. When Martin Krasinski yeah. paid for us to go. Martin Krasinski, that was Come another guy. like a Wolverine. Yeah. We met, we went, okay, so eventually um, Animal House uh, was rocking, but uh, we didn't have any funds right. to put it on air. Right. Fitz was making, con- Fitz made a bunch of connections for us at ATA and got a bunch of companies promising that they were going to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how that goes. That must well, happen a lot. Oh, it right? happens That's a like lot. That's cliche. Yeah. Very well, common. Yeah. This is, this is the typical one, like a, 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 a bow company. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're very interested. Can you do us a favor and not sign or not take any more meetings with anybody else? Because we're very interested, but we're very busy right now. We will call you in two weeks. You know what I mean? Mm. At, the, at, the, at the ATA. So being young young bucks, we're like, sweet, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And then two weeks, no phone call. Yeah. And then you call them, and they're just like, well, we'll call you back, and they'll call you back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That seems like a common theme. Oh yeah, very yeah. common. And not theme. just this industry, all of them. At one point, all kinds of promises. At one business. point, um, at one point, we were actually supposed to be under the same um, production as uh, uh, Fear No Evil's first season. We were going to be under a Zach Brown production. Mm. Um, I won't even I won't even say the guy's name on here to give him any kind of. Uh, yeah. credit yeah because he really he really i don't know if it was him or whatever business things happen things happen business wise mm-hmm. but pretty much what happened is we sat down at the dinner table with this producer guy that was producing chris's original season with zach brown and uh, they were looking for other shows and they loved animal house and i guess zach liked animal house i'm not sure that's what they were that's what they told us and uh right. yeah this is we're sitting at the table and he's like how much do you guys make well what do you think about a salary what was it 100 grand a year or something yeah. what happens if we paid each of you 100 grand a year we produce the show we you know we'll do 10 episodes for you we'll send you out a film crew you guys will pick the ones that you like this and that you know you guys did it great job you've made it shook our hands you know we're going to be calling you after literally we left the dinner table and i cried yeah high fiving i cried oh yeah i went outside i cried and i was like I fucking did it. 
You yeah. know what I mean? I looked up at the sky. It was one of those moments and was like, I fucking did it. Yep. And then guess what? Nothing. He never called. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> so that's like me. That's like someone going to you, you won the lottery, dog. Yep. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And you go tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, eh, we were just kidding. Yeah. You didn't win the lottery. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, I mean, you've learned your lessons now. And, and to come you, back you know, from just, that, you know yeah. how it all works. to come back from that and realize, okay, after you just thought you had made it and then realizing you're still nothing and you have nothing and you're living in a trailer and you deliver pizza. Right. To come back from that and keep working and saying, screw it, I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I said, you know, if someone's got, if someone's got it in them, they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Don't let nothing get you down. But, uh, yeah, the industry, man. That's what it's, that's what's that all about. It's all. How are we doing on time? Yeah, we're good. Good. Yeah, we're good. I haven't, I don't have to fart yet, so we got to wait for that. <laughs> Do you guys have a time limit on this thing? That's uh, the beauty of a podcast. There's, there's no time There's no time limit. limit. Yeah. It's unlimited. Yeah. I try know. to get around an hour, but, you know. Yeah, sometimes we're it goes right further. at about 46 minutes right now. Like yeah. you were talking about being in the industry, we were approached to be on a network. Of, really? Yep. Um, an outdoor Canadian network. Wild mm. TV. Uh, I don't know if it was. It wasn't TV. It was a radio thing. Okay. Some guy that was in the radio show business. Oh, excellent. And I turned it down. Yeah. Only because I had a limitation. Had to be 60 minutes. Mm. Like, not doing it. Not yet. What had to be 60 minutes? The show. Every minute, every show had to be exactly 60 minutes. That was their limitation? Yep. Well, why not do it? I didn't want to... Can't you do separate ones for them? Probably. Yeah, you could edit it up. You could edit up like... uh, What you could have done is you could have taken your podcast and edit them up separately and do a 60-minute one and then post, if you want to hear the entire one, go here. So what what was happening back then, it was free to get on. Yeah. But now you got to pay to be on. Oh, oh See? yeah. Podcast that's stupid. Like, I knew that's the direction he was going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. You should have yeah. given him the big middle finger. You were going to pay? He wanted. He was, wants people to pay? Now he does. I, there was somebody I was just talking to. Like, he's, now like he's, he's a network. Yeah. And these, you know podcasts, these podcasts aren't good enough, so I they have know. to pay me. Nobody. I haven't heard. <laughs> no, I can do it in my living room, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Exactly. I yeah. do, it, I do it in my loft. That's the whole point of it. I don't need you. Yeah. You, know? just, I, you ever heard of iTunes? <laughs> yeah. So, Ridiculous. I don't know. It, it, there's some people that have started doing it now, and they're paying to do it. Mm-hmm. They got it uh, two years ago or a year ago. They would have had it for nothing. Mm. But you could see, you had to sign a contract that says we don't owe you anything, and you don't owe us anything. That's ridiculous. Now you got to pay them like a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's in Canada, anyways. Who cares? Right. So. Canucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got a lot of friends in Canada. Yeah. Crazy dudes out there living in the bush, man. <laughs> For the cold real. bush for real yeah. big big shout out to Ryan Harder he's the guy uh he's the guy that uh does the um uh river bruins in Alberta where we bear hunt oh yeah dude the kid is just a straight savage nice frozen beard all year just a, a living outside throwing axes at animals really hardcore dude yeah wow, he's he do that. he's uh he 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 baits the bears for us, and he's got these barrels of all these beavers that he killed, and these are just <laughs> rotten beavers. And and you're supposed to cut up the beavers, you know what I mean, and, and and put them around the bait site. But like, he doesn't cut them up. He just he hacks them up with an axe. But his axe is like a dull axe. It's more like one of those just pointed sledgehammers. So like, he just pulls out rotten beavers out of his truck and like beats them in half. 
<laughs> and he smells like a rotting beaver the wow. entire week, and the inside of his truck is permanent rotten beaver. That's disgusting. Yeah, God. but he's 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 one of the funniest and coolest dudes you'll ever met, and beats so down to earth. That's cool. Yep, just yeah. beats beavers in half, and like you know when so, when the road's hot and you can like see the fumes come off of it, mm-hmm. like that's what's coming off of the beavers. Just beating beavers and hash. There's fumes coming off them. I was 50 feet away, 50 yards away, like zooming in with my camera because I couldn't stand that close. I was gagging and puking. And like I can deal with some pretty gross stuff, and that was really bad. Beating the beaver, man. Beating beavers in half with a a dull axe. Wow. That's intense. (laughs) Where do you you find guys like that? I don't know. I don't know. Only you, Chip City. We went from we went from the ATA stories to beating beavers in half. (laughs) We can always rip another show. Animal House, wild gone wild. Animal House gone wild. Uh, Yeah, yeah. There you go. For sure. Format. We're planning on uh, tonight's a big night for Krungle. Uh, Yeah. What time does that start? Yeah, we want to ask you questions. Seven thirty. Yep. Seven thirty. Where? Where? Let me look. They don't say on there. It's 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 yeah. It does. It does say on the bottom. It's just not highlighted. It's, um, the the address is on the bottom. Really? Tap, taps and Dolls, two forty seven Southern Meridian Street. Okay, that's the place to be tonight. Taps and Tell us what what's going on there. So this is the second film festival that they're doing this year. Badlands. Badlands. Okay. There's a bunch of video entries that had to be anywhere from ten minutes to fifteen minutes long. And you entered in, and only eight, I believe, are getting selected. Yeah. And uh, they selected uh, one that that I did with Jeremy Myers. Nice. So we tag teamed and did one together, and um, tag teamed. Yeah, tag teamed. What's, what's, the, the, what's the premise like, of the show? What's the premise? Um, of the movie? it's a, it's called Venison Playground. It's nice. just it's venison versus beef. Yep. It's the health benefits, all the way to. Like the hunter part of it, like the self satisfaction of, of so, the, so the nobody's seen this yet. Mm-mm. Sweet, yeah, it's it's been on the internet, you know, oh, okay. a little okay, bit. Okay, it's okay. really glassed a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's only six minutes long, and uh, you know, it's pretty sick. <laughs> Chewing on venison, I know, I know. I'm talking about I venison, so I started eating the jerky. <laughs> got hungry. There. You said venison. I took looked down. I was like, uh, yeah, I got some right here. Beef jerky. Um, so, any predictions for tonight? He's gonna win. He's gonna win. Hoping, right? I think so. I think he's got a pretty good chance. Uh, so that, that's, I went, that's huge for the industry. So there'll be a lot of people there to see that. Yeah, that's a big yeah. deal, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um, it, I, last year was their first one that they did, but um, and it was really you could. I I I, I thought it was going to be something different than what it was. Um, but it's going to be something that I think that's going to grow every year. And one year, you know, it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be way better this year. I think that Krunkle's got a lot of stiff competition. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I think it was just kind of wish-washy thrown together. Yeah. Um, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe I just, like, I had never, I'll be honest, I had never been to a film festival. Yeah, it was the first So, like, too, I thought, like, I've never I was. Been to one. I'd never I'd never uh-huh. either. But what I had pictured in my head wasn't what it was. It was just like. You were thinking merry-go-rounds. Yeah, it was, it was at a bar. It was at the Hard Rock. It was at a bar. And uh, it was just really cramped. You couldn't move around in there. And it was yeah. just more about drinking. Nobody was really even watching, like, the films. Mm. Everybody was just, like, loud and drinking and stuff. Mm. And I was like, eh, this is kind of... Yeah, it's not how I would envision no. a, a but, film you know, festival um, either. But, but uh, I think it's just going to... Because last year, nobody was talking about it. Yeah. This year, everybody's like, are you going? Are you going? Are you going? So well, that's cool. it's it's growing. And I think that they got a lot more entries and stuff like that. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. How big is a Golden Moose Award? 
how big physically? Not well physically too. Yeah, I've never seen one. But what what is the, like? Is it is that a big deal to win a golden moose? You know, uh, I guess it is. I the can't. Antlers on yours is broke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. My daughter. Uh, <laughs> Kids are good for that. Yeah, yeah. It's just whatever. But uh, <laughs> um, I guess it is. It's it's. I I'm trying to think of another award in the industry. It's kind of like the CMAs for country. I'm music. trying to think of another award in the industry that's bigger, but there isn't. So I guess it is. It's a big deal. It is. Okay. It's it. So um, we're up for six this year. Nice. Yeah, six nominations. <sighs> Yeah, spoken. Yeah, yeah. And we won. We won last one. Uh, we won one last year for best sh- best new show. Um, we had some real stiff competition. We were actually up against uh, Heartland Bowhunter, which gotcha. is crazy for me to that being one of my favorite shows. You know, mm. and be up against them and win that. That was pretty cool. Right, for sure. Yeah, and, and that's all. Yeah. That's uh, something that the producer can take a lot of credit for. Yeah, um, and. Not being in this industry that long mm-hmm. and not really caring about things like that, trophies and whatever, uh, I didn't realize that they, it was a big deal. But to Chris, it's something that it was like one of his lifelong goals. And he'd been in the industry for many, many years and he had never gotten one. Um, so when we when we got, when we won that last year, that was pretty cool. That is you know, cool. It's like it's one of his lifelong dreams come true. And it was cool to, you know, be a part of it and help them out with that. So Awesome. Yeah. I know we all say it. We, you know, we don't care about awards and stuff. But when it happens, you know, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, all right, I'll admit, like, yeah, yeah here, it's here cool. We go. Here we go. Here it's we go. cool. I mean, it's cool. You know, I'm not going to be like Mr. Super Humble here. Like, meh, they don't matter. Because they do. There's a lot they of matter. There's a lot of hard work put into it. But, I mean, at this point in my career, um, I I don't give I don't really give a shit about winning them. I think it's really nice to be nominated with up against who were you know who were up against you right. know what I mean. It's kind of crazy that we're nominated for best production up against Jim Shockey's you know million dollar budget deal and like I filmed the whole entire thing with a GoPro uh, uh, a DSLR that I bought at Best Buy. You know, and one of Chris's cameras, which is, you know, a mid-range camera, and edited in my bedroom. So just to be nominated is sweet. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that is awesome. I'm really not going to there, like, expecting a win. Like, if we don't get one, I'm not, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to be psyched yep. to be there and be nominated yep. with everybody. But Chip, what's your, what's your real name? Carlton. Carlton. Carlton Crosby Spaulding. That's nice. a beautiful name. It's crazy name. You changed it to Chip City. <laughs> uh, I never changed it. No? Um, Where'd you get that? It turned into Chip when I was little. My parents just called me Chip. Everybody called me Chip. Gotcha. Uh, that was my name, was Chip. And then doing the whole uh, hip-hop thing and rap thing, uh, some other, I never had like a rap name, you know? You needed something. You know, yeah. I didn't have a rap name. And uh, another local rapper that was at a show with us was like, Chip City, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, and, I, and it just stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, the Chip City part, you know what yeah. I mean? No, the city part, the city part worked, you know? Right. So, yeah. And then everybody started calling me, all my friends would call me Chip City. And yeah. It stuck with you, you know? Stuck, stuck with it. it but may, Facebook it, won't even let me use it anymore. They're, they're on some government shit. Oh, yeah. They're on some government shit, and they will not let you use nicknames. Mm-hmm. And really? yeah. They got a hold of me, and they're like, "We are under the impression, and there have leads to believe that 
this is not your real name. You have so many days to change it or give us or fax or give them an actual ID. They want yeah, me to fax proof. them my ID to prove my real name. Like I couldn't have Chip City. They made me change it to Chip Spaulding, which still isn't my real name. But that was so weird. And I think it's because like I really think that the, the, the Facebook is like working with the government to literally – if you think about it, now the government has a freaking – website for every single person it's your facebook page yeah and it says where you've been who you are how old you are what you're doing what you're doing where you're at where you're at everything i get notifications it says chip city's nearby yeah you know if he's near that's freaking bizarre and now they've got that messenger you can remember that weird taboo stuff going on with the messenger that if you download that messenger then they can literally in fine words like in like the thing it says that they can like uh turn your camera on turn your camera on on your phone and just watch you Uh, that's one of the things where you know i just recently posted a picture of jay you no longer have to tag Jay. It recognizes Jay. I know. Face oh, recognition yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, it already knows. That it is knows. scary. I never mm-hmm. thought about that. It did that the other day when I when I had a picture of Chris. It knew that it was Chris. Mm-hmm. Face yeah. recognition. I don't know. You ever been down to Disney with your kids? Yeah. No. Yeah. Me as no. a kid. As a kid, I was, but well, never. I've been there recently. As you drive in and you start taking pictures of the Disneyland logos and stuff. Yeah. It'll st- the picture will come out, but it will show as you post it on Facebook without even saying it's at Disney. You'll have all these like butterflies and pictures of Mickey Whoa. in the photo. It knows where you are. It knows where you are, yeah. The face recognition thing is scarier. Much scarier. Think about how many millions of people have Facebook. And when all of a sudden you just take a picture of somebody and want to post it, Facebook, within seconds, knows who that is. It don't take seconds. Like if you took a picture of me or Krungle right now and tried to post it, Facebook would know who the hell I was. Yep. Yeah. That's so freaking scary. The government is very infiltrated into our lives oh, in for many sure. ways. And I don't know how to get off the grid right now. Yeah, you got to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one time I was talking to my neighbor. Uh, I had Messenger installed in Reno. I was talking to the neighbor. He was watering his garden. I went over there and shot the shit with him. And he was talking to me about, hey, you're uh, Tesla. They they, they uh, passed some new deal. And they're going to get 5,000 employees over here, open up this new plant. and It's going to be big. It's going to be a big deal, a big thing for Reno. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Not even eight hours later, I go through my, my feed, and I'm getting tons of job applicant types of pop-ups on Facebook on the side column about Tesla. And I'm wondering if the microphone was tapped. You know what I mean? If you search Nike shoes or whatever, blow-up dolls, they, mm-hmm. like, it shows up in your side column. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a common something. thing searched, yep. and they suggest, hey, you're bored. You might want some Nike shoes because you've already searched them. So that, that right so there, I'm that's, thinking a, they that's tapped a hint in. for you I don't guys. know if they tapped in, but they heard some stuff on my microphone, maybe, or maybe it was just a thing that Reno was doing for the area to yep. blast. But I, I just thought it was kind of freaky. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> super freaky. They're watching us right now. I have no messenger. They're, gonna they're watching us right now. Zap I never had no sky. messenger. You don't, how do you drone. get messages? I go to the site, the mobile site on the net, and you can still message all that oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can still message that? Yep. I got rid of the messenger, and I can You're still. You're that hardcore about it, huh? I don't like it. <laughs> it's 
Vince, right? <laughs> you and like you like and it. along with like all like like retired like vets and stuff like that. I, I don't I don't play with Messenger. Never have. I'd say right now. Good for you. Every time I See, do it, I go to Facebook.com. Good for you, because I was the same way. I'm like wanted to be one of those activist dudes. It's like, nope, I'm not gonna download it. And like two days later, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I got rid of it for two days and then got it back. Really? Because like I'm on the go all the time and a lot of times I don't want people having my phone number and the only way they can get a hold of me is through Facebook. But I still, it still tells you got a message on your Facebook app. If you go through it, but you got to go through with the internet part of it. Don't take it. And then that's when my whole phone is super duper slow. I have an iPhone four. What do you have? Five. Ooh. Mr. Tommy the Topper. <laughs> no, what do you got, Krungle? A six? Six plus. Nice. Dang. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm I'm behind on that. You Krungle's think I'd be on up? it like a hobo on a hot show. Krungle, no, 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 no. And his dad is all into like the newest, most expensive gadgets out, and then he takes them into his basement and like dissects them and figures out how to make them. Wow. My dad's a gunsmith, yeah. so a machinist, and yeah. he has wow. everything downstairs. Yep. That's cool, though. So. Oh, yeah. He's got That's these, cool. he makes inventions all the time, cool. and little, like, remember that? thing he made to like put out your butts your cigs yeah, yeah, yeah. like a little cig saver or whatever <laughs> isn't that what he called it yep. a cig saver and then they made him they invented him and he's like Does yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he was taking yeah. apart laser diodes and trying dude. to amplify them to cut through steel with them. You know, just all he's kinds a of smart, <laughs> smart dude. But Krungle's always been uh, like the new phone guy. He's always <laughs> had the newest phones. Yeah. You yeah. gotta stay on top. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. What do you say, guys? Want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. Wrap it up. You got a little ending song. Oh yeah! So there. can Do we, we plug? One? Can we plug our social media? Absolutely! Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, follow uh, me on Twitter, yeah. Lord underscore Krungle, and then obviously Facebook, Mark Bellisteri. Nice. Yep. Yep. You can look me up on uh, Facebook on Chip Spalding and uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I don't even know what it is on Twitter. What am I on it's Twitter? Chip City. The real Chip City, or is it just Chip City? I think it's Chip under slash City. I believe. Yeah, I'm looking at right, Everybody pick up their phones and look. Yeah, chip under slash city. Yeah, yeah, underscore. I feel city. like a chip jokester. I don't city. even know it. Yep. My tweet my tweet game, I gotta step up my whole tweet game. I tweet once in a while, but uh I'm kinda with t- with Twitter is more personal actually usually. It's kinda like what's on my mind. It's like a big party. And sometimes sometimes they're kind of a little dirty. I like I like people to know more about me on Twitter and Facebook I kinda keep it at a certain level. Yeah. You know? yeah, sponsors look at that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they're always watching, man. It's not just the government. What's cool, like I said though before, is with that whole uh, uh, me being the way I was before is a blessing. Is uh, a lot of times, you know, sponsors will look at that and kind of laugh and be like, "Yeah, it's chip." Right. You know what I mean? Right. When somebody else, if somebody else did that out of the blue, they'd be like, uh, "You're fired." You know right. What I mean? right. Or that's or the old chip. Rid- this is the new you know, chip. They'd yeah. get they'd get rid of them. Some I was talking to somebody the other day that said that. Their sponsor had a huge problem about something that they posted, and what they posted was not bad at all. It was just a shot on a certain animal, and it was a, it was a headshot on an animal. And one of their sponsors was literally like contemplating dropping them because of a picture that he posted. You know? Oh yeah. And he was like, "I don't get it," because then you can go ahead and post this, and like your sponsors will comment it, comment on it, and laughing. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know. Right. So. Yeah. There was a whole thing the other day about uh, PETA was getting all bent out of shape because Palin's son was standing on the dog at the countertop or counter at, in his kitchen, and they went nuts. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? 
Yeah, he just needed a stepping stool, so he stepped up on his dog. Yeah, it's not the kid weighs like ten pounds. Right. Oh, right. But then, who's the other person? Right. And Peter was freaking out about that. Yeah. How do you find out what Peter's doing? Like, yeah, how was, do you know they what they're freaking uh, out? Like a, Is it on the news? It was, it was a Twitter, uh, Twitter feed. Okay. Yeah, they were looking is at there, two different pictures. Is there pictures. like a, a, a PETA Facebook or PETA Twitter? Oh, where you sure. can like follow them and figure out what they're Actually, complaining there is. about I did now. follow them for a while. Then I think mm-hmm. about it. You just look and see what the hell yeah. they're crying about. What's the enemy doing today? Yeah. What are they crying about today? Yeah. They don't uh, do anything productive. They just cry about stuff. They cry about everything. I mean, I understand it. I understand that animals need rights 100%. And some of the stuff that they do is great mm-hmm. and there needs to be people like that but don't step on my shoes don't Mm-mm. hunting has been around forever and all those people crying about it are they're alive because their ancestors were a good that's shot right. so that's right we wouldn't be here today if we didn't mm-hmm. yeah they wouldn't shoot be, they wouldn't be here if your parents just pick berries but that's it your uncle was probably pretty good with a bow so that's why you're alive yeah yeah yep. that's truth though yeah it's truth yeah your great 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 uncle was probably just really good shot. So, mm-hmm. well, excellent, gentlemen. Excellent, sweet man. Thanks for having good us. Good time. Been it's a awesome. blast. This one was kind of weird and random and everywhere. Totally we didn't strange. even talk about hunting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even really like a reunion. No, we just kind of like whatever. But it was fun. And uh, homeboy's been on his phone the whole time. Get over it. <laughs> He's doing a text podcast. Somebody else. Yeah. yeah. We'll just do a text podcast back That's the newest thing. Yeah. Yep. I'm well, build, I'm Chip, this is uh, number three for you, so I'm sure we'll have number four somewhere down oh, the road. Oh, geez. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. We'll get the whole gang. Maybe we'll get Bracket in here someday. What do you think? Right he now, really liked yeah. your new card, dude. No, we got the new business he card. He really liked your new card. Now if he you can guys, come in. If you guys don't know, here's a short, short story. The first time that, that, that uh, they all met Bracket, uh, we all met together, um, Dusty pulls out his card and... Uh, Chris is like, what the heck is this thing? Right. And kind of borderline insulted him about it. And uh, Borderline. We got insulted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Granted, and, uh, granted, we did print them out on, like, napkins. So, so but it, we was in a hurry. We were in a so, hurry. Get down here. So hey, between me and Dusty. work for the first round. Me and Dusty yeah. kind of just looked at each other when it happened and raised our eyebrows because, you know, Chris, Chris was, was actually helping out. Uh, you know, in his, in his mind, he was helping. And he was, but uh, he's not always aware right. with his tone of right. voice. You know the tones right. that he uses, right? And it's so, not like we weren't aware. So uh, we it, we knew the cars were bad guys. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so <laughs> it's been an inside joke. That. It's been an inside joke since then about the cards, and then and then Dusty shows up with these baller ass cards that are like oh, credit yes. cards. You could open your door with them. You they're hard. Like, listen <laughs> open to this. Your door with them. Like yeah, you can open your. That's door. the new business card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's probably the coolest business card I've ever seen. It's super. It's as hard as a credit card. Mm-hmm. It's got some cool writing on it. All because of Chris Brackett. But that's the story behind that. All because of Chris Brackett, and Chris Brackett was loving it. So maybe we'll get him on here. You know, awesome. Thanks, guys. Cool. Yes, All yeah, right. Thanks. Yeah. Fun. See you again, guys. Yep. Holler at me when you want to do one. Uh, I want to city again. I feel like I want to tell everybody to go to the show, but they're not going to hear this until the show's already over right, or whatever. Right. So there's no sense even promoting oh, it. I want yeah, to tell right. everybody to go and oh, go, yeah, go to the film festival, but nobody's yeah. going to hear this. Sometimes I week. wish it was live. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. All right. So if you didn't go to the film festival, people, it sucks to be you. Yep. I tell you what, brother, those guys have a long career ahead of them. Yeah, they do. You know, not only uh, on a on a serious note and on a on a fun note, because they can mix it up. They they can be professional. You know, look what all they've accomplished 
over the years here. Absolutely. And now they can, you know, they can apply that to their professionalism, but yet backtrack to the animal house and have fun with it. You have to be talented on both sides. You have to take it seriously in some sense, but you have to be open and creative and fun on the other side in order to keep those viewers coming back. Otherwise, it gets stale, quite honestly. Yeah, I agree to that for sure. You know, you got to keep it, you got to keep some action in there somewhere. Yes. Well, that was awesome. Just uh, thanks to Mark Ballesteri and Chip City Spalding, uh, Carlton, as as I'm going to call him from now on, um, <laughs> for joining us on and, and sitting down with us at the ATA and and just you know spilling his guts, telling some real stories the way you know in the real language that you like to hear when you're really talking to somebody. You know, not just this this canned stuff. Chip brings it all. He brings himself, and he doesn't hold back. And that's what we love about him. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we're, we're, we'll have Chip City around for a long time to enjoy, and you know, we can get him on a serious note, and we can talk some production and some videography. But yeah, we can get him on a fun note and talk about Animal House. You know, the, there's all kinds of options there with Chip City. Yeah. Same way with Mark. You know, there, there's a real serious side. You know, Mark's uh, done some great production, and uh, you know, I, I look forward to seeing what happens with them guys in the future. I just, I just think we got. Some some interesting, awesome things coming from both of them guys. Yes, there are hints of some uh, more Animal House to come. Let's leave it at that. So what do we got for a Chubby Tines tip of the week this week, Dusty? You got anything for me? Yeah, you know, I'm going to get into a little bit uh, more about shed hunting. Okay. You know, it's it's one of them things where my, my tip's going to be based around when the, the right time to be in the woods looking for sheds is. You know, a lot of guys... Are, are out there, you know, a little bit early and they don't find nothing. So that that's going to discourage you. It's it's that, you know, that time that you go to the woods, you know, here it is the 14th, Saturday the 14th. And, you know, about the 21st through March 1st is, is when I seem here in Ohio to be prime time. Now you get out west, it's a little bit earlier. They, they got uh, more snow. Their nutritional system is lower out there. You know, same way with New Hampshire. I'm sure that there's probably some bucks dropping there because you got three foot of snow. Exactly. You know, so, so the getting out there at the right time for your state and your area is very critical. You know, you want, you want to beat the squirrels from eating them. And the porcupines, and if you're in the states, got porcupines or you know any mice. There's a lot of things that eat antlers. So being out there at that right window and, and have some trail cameras out in areas that you know your bucks are traveling, and, and keep an eye on the trail cameras. You know, check them. Seasons out, you're good to go to walk in and out. You're not really messing up your hunting area. But if you can pin down where these bucks are walking and they're bedding down if, and you catch them on trail camera, they're going to lose their rack here real soon if they haven't already. And, and you got some general idea where that buck was when he lost his rack. That, you know, that's the whole key of trail cameras and being able to uh, get a, a good within a six, seven hundred yard radius that you can uh, find his antlers. Nice. Good tip. That's, uh, that's a great tip of the week because it's that time of the year to be outside shed hunting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's something that you can take the family, you know, you're not really carrying any kind of weapon and you're not uh, trying to worry about so much about scent control. I, I still take it into a, a factor a little bit. You, know, you don't want to be wearing your hunt or your, your boots that you've been, you know, and grease and chemicals or something at work because that, that obviously is going to detour your deer around, away from that area. And you don't want to go too early. And I, a little bit more about that, you don't go too early because it could push a good buck off your farm for a couple of days and, and you miss out on the opportunity to see his antlers. So, you know, get that that proper window there and, man, it, it really can pay off. Right. I, I love shed hunting because you get to experience the, the antler as you 
almost would during the season, but now you've got you can go into an area, you can recover sheds and and big big mass antlers and even disturb the spot, but it won't matter cuz by the time deer hunting season comes around, they'll be back on their normal trail anyway. Yeah, you know, you got that sanctuary that you try to stay out of throughout season. And and that that's something that I invade when it comes shed hunt time. You know, right. I don't I don't go in there and trash it, wear it out, but I do try to make two passes through a bedding area each shed season. You know, every year two passes. I, I usually try to go about the twenty third, and I usually try to go about March seventh through the tenth, twelfth, somewhere in there. You know, no guarantees that every buck's going to drop by March twelfth. Right. But but you know that's a chance I take. If they have a shed and they do shed in there, well, you know, I missed out. I go through there twice. That's it. Right. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome tip. Uh, just, it's been another great show as usual. And thanks to Chip City Spalding and Mark Ballesteri, uh, Chip City uh, Carlton Spalding, I should say, and uh, Lord Krongle, Mark Ballesteri, for joining us on the Big Buck Podcast and uh, the Animal House Reunion. Just awesome. Very cool. Yeah, great experience, great guys, and man, the the future for them too. I, I just I almost wish I, I could advance five to eight years and see what's happening with them guys because I think that they're they're going to take take themselves a long way. I agree. I agree. Um, well, man, I think that's about it. What? Uh, how can we reach you offline? Facebook.com forward slash Chubby Tines Outdoors. Send me an email at Dusty at BigBuckRegistry.com. Jay, how can the people reach out to you at the Big Buck Registry? Well, you can find us in a lot of different places. Uh, one of the new places we're on, uh, we just uh, there was a uh, a website called uh, Prepper Broadcasting. P R E P P E R Broadcasting picked us up this week, so you can if you want to tune in to us, you can find us over there. PrepperBroadcasting.com. dot com. Um, as always, you can find us on iTunes at BigBuckRegistry dot com forward slash iTunes. And if you would, I'd invite you to go listen to our shows, listen to our our catalog. Lots of great interviews there, and if you'd be so kind as to leave us a review and subscribe to the show, we'd appreciate that. You can also find us on Stitcher at www.bigbuckregistry.com forward slash Stitcher. Then on all the the major social medias, you can find us on Facebook, bigbuckregistry.com forward slash Facebook. Twitter is bigbuckregistry.com forward slash Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, bigbuckregistry.com forward slash YouTube. You can always give us a call if you'd like at 724-613-2825. Leave us some show feedback. Get in contact with us. Let us know who you want us to talk to or a subject matter you want us to cover. Text us. Uh, you can text us at that number, too. You can send in a picture to that number, too, if you would like, although there's a better way to do it. And the best way to do it is by email. Um, but the instructions for that, if you want to have your buck featured on the Big Buck Registry Wall of Fame, which is our Facebook page with 150,000-plus followers and become famous for a day because of that great buck that you harvested or shot and killed over the, the last season, it's www.bigbuckregistry.com forward slash my buck. And finally, if you are in the outdoor industry and you have a Facebook page and you want to set up a little share for share with us, we're happy to give some some uh, highlights to your your page on ours if you would do so kindly with us. And all you have to do is go to www.bigbuckregistry.com forward slash S4S. That's all I have, my friend. <laughs> big buck, big buck, everywhere. everywhere big, big buck. buck. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, bucks. you get a chance. Uh, Facebook or uh, www. 
bigbuckregistry.com forward slash iTunes and give us a review. You know, we always like to, to hear your reviews and uh, great place to do it right there at iTunes. Yes. Yep. It's a, it's a great place to listen to the show. And I think that's all I got, brother. Awesome, man. You know, it's uh, been a great show. Thanks to Mark and Chip City. And uh, I'm Dusty Phillips. And this is Jay Scott. And you listen to the Big Buck Registry Deer Hunting Podcast. We'll see you next week. Can't wait. Can't wait.